We're only three away from episode 100, but this is just 97. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Way Red. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, betcha nobody saw that coming. <laughs> a new intro? I'm feeling it. I'm dicking it. Nope. Your mic's not on on purpose. Try that. We, uh, My mic's on. We made on. sure that you could Thanks. comment on the song there. It was great. We know how you feel about rap music. So we're like, don't let him talk after the intro. Because <laughs> he likes it. Uh, welcome to episode 97 of the Ultimate Deck When Podcast. did you guys do that? That's a new That's a new jingle. Like you were right here when we loaded it. Yeah, but when that did happened? you record it? What? Uh, we were, that, yeah, I sung that. That's me. Like uh, I could tell. A week ago? Yeah, about a week ago. Maybe. So, but that's the first time we've played it. We just, uh, that just happened. New intro. So for the people on the Instagram, they have to listen to the, uh, you know, to the actual podcast. Actual now, podcast. To hear that. But you don't have to get intro. to the like 17 minute mark or no, anything. You can just that's right what we away. should have done. Right off the hop, actually, you can get into that podcast <laughs> there. So that's, uh, that's good. New vibe. I felt it was time. The old, time. the old intro was on there for, I don't know what it was. 70 episodes. Call it something like that. Oh, you didn't have an intro for the first? Uh, I did, but it was something that I mixed together, and it was just music, and it was just me talking, and it was fairly shitty. Mm. So it, was, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't terrible. But the, when we went and, then and when got we the got pro the intro done, it was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah that's that was way better. That was that's quite worse. a bit better. That's yeah. A, yeah. yeah, I'd pay that again. I'd pay. So then I did <laughs> I'd pay that again. <laughs> so I paid it again. I will pay it again. Uh, what do you got going on, Wade? You just got back from holiday. Not too much. Yeah, was out in the mountains. You know what? Uh, I know why everybody thinks that all that is like when everybody talks about Canada, they talk about the Rocky mountains, right? And it's like, that's the only place it's, there's Toronto. And then we have the mountains. Mm-hmm. The reason they do that is because those mountains are amazing. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's where everybody should go. It's like you drive through there and they're just like, they're so freaking big. Like you forget how big the mountains are until you get there. And then they're usually snow capped. It's yeah. like super picturesque. Right. I'm traveling around at the end of August We've had a like we've had days that are a hundred degrees mm-hmm. Fahrenheit, and there's still snow on top of the mountains. Yep, it's wild here and there. Yep, is that because so. you're from Saskatchewan and all you see is wheat and canola? So so flat. So lots of people talk about how amazing, beautiful f- in a different way. <laughs> so they yeah, talk about right. how the wheat fields look like oceans, right? If you, yeah, like a wheat field standing and the wind's <laughs> blowing across it. Like, but honestly, though, if you weren't like say you only ever lived in the mountains and you came out and saw like a blowing canola field yeah at some point in wheat field whatever or any type of field where there's just like barley canola wouldn't blow probably that well well maybe not but (laughs) go try and run through it yeah right too hard on the legs (laughs) or a sunflower field or something like that like that would be cool probably yeah Yeah. a little bit would you want to live there (laughs) absolutely not no no it's cool for about five seconds yeah and then you're like oh man the the whole drive is going to be like this yeah yeah, at least with the mountains, every time you turn a corner, you're like, "Whoa, what the hell?" Well, and to be fair, didn't see that coming. At the end of my seven day trip, I was like, "Why, why can't there just be a straight road? <laughs> all these damn hills in the way." <laughs> That's a comment right there. <laughs> yeah, but all the winding roads. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't mind it. I oh, I yeah, love it. I'm I a love driving the mountains. mountains. Me too. And I like like Banff is is good, and you're into the mountains for sure. But then you go like a little bit further as you get into BC, and the mountains just get like it's just less. 
maybe less commercialized or like the yep. roads are tighter. The mm-hmm. fences aren't as, you know, pushed yeah. off the side of the road. And now you feel like you're like, you're, you're right in, in there. Yeah. And then if you get deep enough, you get in where like the runaway roads are for the yes. cities and you're like, now we're serious. Now we're into some real <laughs> now mountains. Now we're in serious. Yeah. <laughs> where the trucks can't even drive safely anymore. So. Yep. Yeah. I love Have it. You ever seen one of those used? Nope. No, not active. I, you know, I don't think I've ever seen and one in person either, but I've watched videos. It's crazy. They've changed them now, right? So when I was younger, we went out to BC. I think I was 13. And the runaway lanes used to be like they'd go down kind of the side of the mountain and then up. They'd mm-hmm. find a spot where it could go up yeah. and then they'd run it up. And now what they've done is it looks like they've dug it all out and filled it with loose gravel. And it's just a section on the side of the road before you get to the bottom. Oh, really? And so if you're uh, out of control, you just like put your semi in here and it's like, like it's a sandbox. Right. right? You're like driving on the road in. and you're like, ah, my brakes failed. Pull into the sandbox and it's just like, your truck sinks down and then... Mm-hmm. Well, that seems less scary unless the gravel caused you to like fish. Yeah, exactly. Flips. But the ones I, the ones I remember, the ones that went up, like up again to nothingness. And then you have to back down there. And I was like, that's, I can't imagine being in a situation (laughs) where I needed to use that. What's worse here? You'd be so happy you saw it though. Like if you're like on your way down, you're driving a B train loaded, not with lumber because you can't haul lumber right now. Nobody has any, but if it was groceries, for instance, (laughs) And your brakes failed. Oh, <laughs> if yeah. It was groceries. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sugar. 90,000 pounds. Produce or something. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you get 90,000 pounds behind you, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm not stopping. Mm-hmm. Be like, better there. Where's the runaway off. lane? Where's yeah. the runaway lane? I want a runaway lane. Those things are pretty crazy. Do you, you have your news ready today? Yeah. Do you want which sure. one do you want to do first? Well, I don't know. It's up to you. This is your segment. Mountains were great. I don't remember what Go to the is. mountains. Oh, uh, it's the one. It's the blue it's one. It's the one. Is that what you would do if you had people that were coming to Canada? Is that, where would you tell them to go? You're making one trip to Canada. Oh, frick. I, I I can't even give that because I've never really traveled the East to know, like outside of being in Toronto a number of times, I've not really explored the Eastern Canada. So I can't say for sure. Or Western Canada. And you know what? I haven't even spent any time in Vancouver. So I'm not the guy. Like I've been to the Rocky Mountains. They are absolutely gorgeous and they're amazing and everything else. Definitely go there. But how does it compare to going to like the Maritimes? I have no idea. Or Quebec or Oh yeah. Or Vancouver. I don't know. Quebec City is amazing. They have some hills, but they're not as big as the Rockies. At the App Appalachians? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yep. Yeah. They don't like they're big. They're they're but still I mean, tall. Like Banff, but like Banff Whistler areas, like those are world renowned hot spots. So I like they must be pretty good, right? Like comparatively, they're best yeah. be pretty good. So if the whole world yeah. wants to be there. So, like I've been to PEI, and it's pretty cool to see like the red soil. Mm-hmm. There's ocean all around. Like it looks, it looks nice, right? It's like lush and like it just looks good. I was there in the fall, and then Halifax is great. I was go like all, the whole bunch of the Maritimes is really pretty. It's like it's really nice, but it's. It's not the mountains, man. It's not the Depends mountains. Depends on what kind of traveler you are, too, though. <clears throat> Some people may not appreciate what you can do in the mountains. You know what I mean? Like, it would just be scenery. Some people hate mean. hiking. Right. Like, if you want to hike, well, obviously. My sister then. hates hiking. See? Though. Yeah. Like, hiking, whitewater rafting, <laughs> skiing, obviously go to the mountains. Did I tell you guys about the hike we went on with him? So, my sister was like, you guys are out in Canmore. I want to go on a hike. We'll come out and meet you. She's like, decides they're going to come on a hike. <laughs> So she calls some of her friends in Calgary. They chat about it. They decide which hike they're going on. Carla's like, we're going to do Windy Ridge. So I look it up. I have an app on my phone, obviously. <laughs> it's called All Trails. You did this, right? Get to it. Next. Okay. Oh, so 
you just did this all trails app, right? You used it. Yeah. Like, just yeah, found it. This last thing time is like there. sweet. It was right? awesome. Yeah. So windy, windy Ridge, we're going to look it up. So we look up windy Ridge. It's 12 K hike with a thousand meters of elevation gain. I sent Carla a message was like, this will be the hardest hike we've done in the whole trip. So are you sure this is one you want to do? Carla was like, yep, that's one I want to do. Their first hike ever. So Carla's never done a hike. Tyler's never done a hike. They bring their two kids and their dog. And none of them have hiked ever. There's some, in. Yeah, there's some scrambling. There's some like you have to scale walls at one point where the path like went to a wall and then we had to like climb up it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't high. It was only like four or five feet. But still, like we climbed up and then lifted the dogs up. Anyway, so we, <laughs> we start on this hike. We're two and a half hours in. Tyler's like, this is my summit. I'm not going any further. And the kids are like, we're going. Anyway, so hiking isn't for everyone. They got home. I phoned my sister. I was like, how are things? She's like, the dog, this is the next day. Reed's stiff. He's nine years old. He's like sore. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren's like complaining about a bad hip. The dog can't get in and out of its bed. <laughs> Carla said it took her an hour to text me back because she dropped her phone and couldn't bend over because her calves were so sore. That's amazing. <laughs> it was like, yeah, the very first hike we go on, hardest one I've done in like not ever, but that trip. So yeah, I want to make a trip back out there without the kids and do <laughs> do ones like that. I want to get into the because we we had three kids with us, thirteen, three, and one, and so the biggest concern was a three year old, right? Like yeah, yeah. We were carrying the one. In He's the not going anywhere. He'll go wherever. I mean, not that he has a six hour attention span, but he was great. Uh, and the 13 year old, like he'll bitch a lot, but he can, like, <laughs> at least he can he, do it physically. You know, he's fine. Yeah. He'll be alive. It's the three year old. It's like, he's got little legs. Like whatever we do, it's like four times longer for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had to keep them kind of in that 2k range yeah. or under. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Westrom says, uh, with the runaway roads, you definitely need to change of shorts as well. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> and he also says about well, the question about where would you tell, like so, if somebody's going to visit one spot in Canada, where would you go? Mm-hmm. He said, that's a tough question, but New Brunswick is awesome and friendly. Yeah. Yep. That's true. So if you're looking for awesome and friendly, New Brunswick. Is New nice Brunswick. That's super cool too. Like it's a really nice, it's really nice topography country out there as well. Yeah, so. uh, they told me to come here. It's, I don't know. It's kind of okay. Yeah. But it's <laughs> the, the people are awesome and friendly though. Am I right? Yeah. Pretty awesome like, and friendly. I don't know. Yeah. You kind of took shots at my town. I'm not feeling <laughs> yeah. so friendly right now. Yeah. Um, so we are, I'm gonna, we I'm have throw this at you. The cam- mm. You're going to throw this at me? <laughs> we got the camel lever that we were, we, uh, one for three. We were going to do a draw on, and we put up the contest, and a bunch of people entered, and then we decided, ah, this is pretty cool. Let's just keep it. So we're not getting it anymore. <laughs> no, but Pete, we haven't done it yet, because we told people we'd do it the week after, and now we're a week late on it, and people are like, when are you giving it away? Two weeks, so. Okay, well, on wait time. And this podcast isn't going to air for a bit, so this is going to be, like, really late, but... Uh, more for the Instagram than anything. Maybe uh, we're finally gonna. What's, what's with the three hats? We got. I don't know. I just threw hats at you. Yeah, I see. So the giveaway was for the camel lever and the ultimate deck shop hat. Your choice of color, apparently. And what you had to do to enter was you had to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. And comment on any one of our videos, including the hashtag camel lever. Camel lever. And uh, 32 people did that. And so yeah. uh, we have a list of the 32 people. And the right way here. that we're going to give this away is we're going to let the Instagram live community here 
we want somebody to pick a number between one and 32 and whoever, like whoever the first number is that we see, that's going to be the number we pick. We don't even have the list numbered yet. We're going to count it down. So we have no idea what this is going to be. So somebody in the Instagram live, pick a number between one and 32, enter it. First person is the ringmaster. So now we got to wait for that because of the delay in this. No, we don't. Mark Westrom, 26. 26. Mitcon says 14. Two, three, five four, runs is 17, five, but they're six, late. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 2, 3, 24, 25, 26. Jeddah. <laughs> That's it. J E D D E H. Okay. So Jetta. I don't know if this guy watches the Instagram lives or listens to the podcast or what he does, but we're going to have to try to get a hold of him. J-E-D-D-E-H. Now, part of the requirements, these are all the people that commented. Is he subscribed to our channel? He is. Oh, okay. Good thing. Jed so, A, maybe? Jed, Jed, Jed A? A? Yeah, like Jed, A? it's Jed-E-H. Let's hope right? so, because then he's Canadian, dash, the shipping is less. <laughs> Jed A? Jed A. Uh, I'd say Sure. So congratulations, Jed A, Jed A, Jed A, Jed A, Jed A guy. Maybe who he's won Mennonite. This stuff. Maybe. Jed A. Jed A. Jed A. Jed A. Bio. So we'll have to get, try to get a hold of him. If, well, you know, we'll give him some time. We'll try to get a hold of him and uh, we'll keep the list. We'll keep the list. And what are the case? other numbers? So go down. Let's read some of those other the numbers. The next numbers. Off. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'll read them off like this. So it was 26, then it was so we did 14. 26, 14. Then it was 17. 17. Then it was 8. Then eight, it was 16. 16. Then your mom joined and we'll the have party was over. Oh, Ooh. quick mom joke. She like, hey, oh, that's pretty good. Where's the rim shot there? <laughs> I wasn't the first one. Mark Rustrum says, "Ah, your mom joined. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Okay. So there it is. Camel Lever. Congratulations, Jedim. We'll get that to you. Uh, is it this one? Just so you know, mom, I'm working on something very, very big, very important. You're going to be very proud. It's the worldly news. Let's hear some worldly news this week. I'm ready for this. The timing of it's been a mom, you're going to be very proud of me is pretty good on this one, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the first piece of worldly news. How much do you guys like juicy fruit? Lots. Lots. Is it your favorite no, type of good. gum? It's not my favorite type, but I like it a lot. Uh, What's your favorite type of gum? I don't know that I have a favorite, but I usually want Excel. my gum to be minty. Oh, okay. But, I do, but if I don't need mintiness at the time, if I'm like, Breath's all good. Just looking for good flavor. Juicy fruit's probably it. So would you like your casket painted like a <laughs> like a package of juicy fruit? It's all yellow. <laughs> hey, I'm gone. You do it. You do you. So Make the, the people happy. This guy has been trying to get his uh, get permission to get his casket painted as a package of juicy fruit for the past three years. So that when he passes away, he's like 90 years old. 94. It would look like a package of juicy fruit. Give the man his wish. Why does he have to get permission? Uh, because it's uh, like a registered trademark. I knew that's where I was going. That pisses me off. So this guy. Uh, Nobody's trying to profit off the your no, brand, exactly. your image there at this point. Just make the, like the dude is 90. This is his dying wish. Yep. Give it to him. Don't be a dickhead. So yeah. this here it is. Worst case scenario. They put the. They put the coffin or the casket on top of a vehicle or on a flat deck truck and they drive it around. And for your brand, there's just more people that see the coffin exactly, and they think of Juicy Fruit and then they go to buy Juicy Fruit. They don't go to the dead man's family. They go to the convenience store mm -hmm. and buy Juicy Fruit. 
It's brand recognition. What are you doing? So this guy, speaking of brand, yeah, developed I can, a love have, for chewing. I've not been on here in a long time. I have lots of things to say now. Brand recognition. I have. I can tell you assuredly that as much as I love juicy fruit, if is it Wrigley's? Who owns Juicy yeah, Fruit? Mars, the Mars Wrigley Company. They're okay. They don't make chocolate. Bars I can tell there. you for sure if they deny this man's request and say you can't. Oh, there'll be a protest for sure. Right. I ain't. I won't buy a Juicy so Fruit. That's not the end ever of the story. Again. They will lose seven dollars lifetime value out of me. Seven dollars. <laughs> One pack. Um, so he developed a love of Juicy Fruit while serving his country in World War II. And kept buying it, oh, yeah. and he would bring bunches of juicy fruit. He's a veteran too. Everywhere, come at me, bro. Yeah, exactly. Come at me, Mars and Wrigley. <laughs> so Deny this man's request. Originally, they said no. However, they actually did. They did say no, and then the funeral home decided to put out like a Facebook post about it. It yeah. went viral. The president's phone number got leaked to them, and they contacted the president. And he gave him like the president of, of Wrigley. Wrigley's, yeah. And they gave him 250 packs of juicy fruit gum, and permission to paint his casket. And they should have paid to wrap the casket for him. Yeah. At that point, I think so. When you they missed out. Yeah. You pulled the dick move first, and well, then not the president. He, I would bet it never got to the president. Well, maybe not. No, probably not. Maybe not. But then. Then you discover that you've gotten a whole crap load of free publicity out of this stunt mm -hmm. because you, because your dick move, you then should offer to pay the four grand to wrap that casket. Oh yeah, I agree. And fill it with no, juicy no, no fruit. you can't fill it with juicy fruit. The guy's yep. In no, that's a, this would be his dream. To you don't be know. buried in juicy fruit. Yeah. What I wonder if you filled the like space around the casket with juicy fruit instead I, of dirt. I hope that when they, when this, when this. <laughs> you got all these animals digging up the casket. Exactly. <laughs> no deal. I hope when this outstanding gentleman does pass on, I hope that there's a wake and I hope that they get, they have like a, a bubble, a bubble blown with him in the casket oh, for wow. the viewing and, and like gum everywhere, right? That would be amazing. Go out with a bang, sir. A pop. Yeah, right. As they put them down, they pop the bubble. So brand recognition. Have you seen the Doritos commercial that's going on right now? And it's a commercial and all they do is like these, the people are running around on the streets and they're just holding up a bag, orange bag or a red bag and then the blue bag. And mm. they're like, oh, you, you know, know exactly how good your, what it you is. know how good yeah. your brand is. I don't need to put the logo on Ariba. here. Mm. Taco flavor. Yeah. Taco flavor. And they're Ariba. just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just hold the bag Gotta up and you're like, orange. oh, oh that, yeah. Is that not the one? Oh shit. So <laughs> anyways. Good brand recognition. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was number one. Simcoe says, thought I'd come in late and you guys would be off top or on topic by now, but boy, was I way off. You are way off. 18 minutes. Does he, does he not know that we come in late? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You have to come in really late. You're halfway through. Um, Mark Westerns thinks that the Ultimate Deck Shop should build him a deck. Great brand re recognition. He'd even put up a sign. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Pretty early for the Caesars Westrum, but <laughs> yeah. okay. So, so the, weekend, the finalists for the 2020 Toy Hall of Fame induction have been decided. They are Baby Nancy, Bingo, Briar Horses, Jenga, Lightbright, Masters of the Universe, My oh, Little Pony, <gasps> Risk, Sidewalk Chalk. Sorry, Tamagotchi and Yahtzee. Boom, boy, it got good at the end. It got <laughs> like the first few, I was like, yeah, you're what like, is what? this? And then it just like 
freaking home run after home after. What were the first few? Baby Nancy. Baby What's Nancy. Baby Nancy. It's like just like a like those rubber baby dolls that have lasted for. It sounds like something I say to Wade years. when he whines about something. Yeah. Like oh, here you go, baby Nancy. Nancy. Okay, enough, baby, baby Nancy. Nancy. And then those briar briar horses are those like life. They look like horses. You ever seen them? No. I've seen little toy horses. That that's exactly what realistic. they are, like realistic that's farm like a horses. That's like a brand of horse? Yeah, someone made those. Okay. And sorry, what was the other one? The first three, I had no idea what they were. Uh, Baby Nancy, Bingo, Tamagotchi, Lightbright. No, Lightbright's man, awesome. These are the, you're hitting the home runs here now. Jane. Anyway. So I, that's, there's yeah. some real good ones on there, though, eventually, right? So which, which one of those would you put in the Hall of Fame? Only three get in. Oh, this isn't a full it's list? It's not done yet. Oh, I'd have to hear the whole list again. For sure, uh, like, Light Bright has to be in there. Mm-hmm. There was so... Without remembering all of them, though. Like, Jenga, that's probably got to be in there. But is it... Yeah, Bingo? are you... <laughs> No, know. like, that's like saying, like, basketball should go... Like, bi- I don't know. Bingo seems like a generic game, not a... I mean, it's probably not. It's probably... Owned. Bingo is probably, like... Sidewalk chalk? Owned by somebody. No. Again, gen- super generic. Super generic. Masters of the Universe. Masters. That's what Fiber on Decking thinks. They think that Masters of the Universe E-Man. should be in there. That's pretty strong. And then Risk. Tam- Tamagotchi. You said Risk was on Risk there? And on Tamagotchi. It. Oh, there's some, like, like I was never a tamagotchi but I was the only one. So I think that, that one probably Nope, that's two. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> you don't know what Tamagotchi is? <laughs> a little pet. A little yeah, digital like, pets. Yeah, and if you on didn't take care of them, they died. Right. You didn't clean up after, their, clean up after them, they died. <laughs> yeah, and didn't... Uh, didn't know that. Huh, there you go. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tam- that's a hard one to, to rule against. Tamagotchi. That was a big freaking deal there. For it was a bit. big deal. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's that was fun. That, that was, was a good fun, one, right? Yeah. Okay. You got good ones today. Oh, yeah. There was really... Was really Better they're all up. happy today. Better follow it up with a good one now. Okay. 24-pound burger challenge labeled unbeatable. Oh, yes. That does sound... Unbeatable. Do you have Wait, what that, it takes? That happened, or it's a challenge that nobody's. It's done a challenge yet. right now that no one's, no one's done. You can't you eat, eat twenty four pounds of anything. Thirty thousand calories. You die, and if you eat it in an hour, no, it's free. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, it should be like a day. If you eat, if you were to eat twenty four pounds of ground beef in a day, it should be free. That would be a challenge in a week. Mm-hmm. It's, like it, I probably it's eat twenty four pounds in three and a half pounds in a week. I, you could do a week, but I would say it's two weeks of average the average person's calorie intake. Gosh. Yeah, exactly. What's the average intake per day? Like two thousand plus. Oh, I mean, the world's getting fatter. You better start portioning your meals. There <laughs> sounds like I need Baby to. Nancy. Yeah, I gotta. <laughs> I gotta dial that back a bit. It sounds like so. It comes with a mountain of cheese, twenty slices of bacon. A side of fries and what a handmade bread bun. It's the equivalent of fifty-six normal-sized burgers. So, do they show a picture of it? Is it big this way? Oh my god! Oh yeah, I would take a rip at it. It looks pretty good. I'm just hungry enough. <laughs> I'm hungry right now. I'm too. just I'm hungry like, enough. It's like I don't know. Let's go half or something. I take that everything thing. back that I said because I I want to have yeah. some of that right now. Are you? Oh, you're. I got you. Um, yeah, anyways, that's, yeah, I don't, like, what actually physically happens to your body when you consume that many calories in such a short period of time? That can't, like, something's got to go oh, wrong. so I was wrong. Uh, the beef alone is 30,000 calories. 
Yeah. The Ooh, cheese man. on it is 2,000 calories. And bacon. bacon. And bacon. And bun. And Those bun. are all big calories right there. Uh-huh. And ketchup, mustard. Yeah. <laughs> Lettuce. Holy smokes. Now I want to have a burger today. Hey, I didn't bring a lunch. We I can have that. a burger today. We should go to the ice house and do their challenge. We- Meeting. Meeting. Meeting at the ice house. Let's go. <laughs> Staff meeting. Okay. Um, not that I give two shoots about what Mike from Simcoe wants, but let's yeah. get on. To, let's Mike. get on topics. Poor Mike from Simcoe. He's in here all the time complaining. It's like this guy has the nerve. He had a whole segment on this show for how long? Yep. And he's now he's good. Now he's going to complain. Anyway, let's get to it. Uh, congratulations again to the Camel Lever giveaway. We got some more stuff coming, so we'll do some more giveaways. Soon. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Yeah. Uh, today's topic is why fall is the best time to build. It's a really, really, really good time to build. And we have 10 plus reasons. Mm, only 10 on the list right now. Right. But you said this list was going to grow as we grow. Probably. Grew. Grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds. We're gonna eat the. We're gonna eat the hamburger, and then we're gonna have more ideas. (laughs) Wade's getting excited. Yeah. Um, Precision Precision Construction says, if eating that burger didn't kill you, the bowel movement would. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't die today from eating the burger. You die tomorrow. Speaking of which, hold on here. As while we're gonna talk about things that are gonna blow up, because you would blow up. You will blow up. There's a tree I heard about in the radio yesterday. And what was it called? A tree? Shoot. Yes, there's a type of tree that it's a like a rainforest tree. It's not here. It's in South America. Uh, that it's the whole trunk of the tree has like thorns or like spikes on it. Oh, it's yeah. a very aggressive looking tree. <laughs> very aggressive. <laughs> and at the top of this tree, it grows little pumpkin looking fruits. And when the fruits get ripe, they blow up like they explode from like gas or something it must be and when they blow up they shoot the seeds at 150 miles per hour (laughs) what and so that's amazing these fruits may blow up on the tree or they may fall and when they hit the ground then boom and they they blow out like a grenade that's amazing we need this tree (laughs) i'm i'm just saying we should see if it could grow here find that tree Oh, if I'm, they I look wish I like pumpkins, just start throwing them at people. I'm hoping somebody in the chat, in the live chat, knows what the name of it is. I, I also have a phone here. You have a phone. So, anyways, incredible, right? Never That's leave crazy. Home. Never yeah. leave home without it. It sounds like a like a comic book thing. Okay, right, right. What do you and so think? That's what I thought too. When they were like, yeah, the, the pumpkins explode. I was like, explode or like, yeah, like, like how hit the ground? Do they hit the ground and kind of like crack open and whatever? Nope, 150 miles. Like it could kill you. It can it's like a bullet. Bet a seed in your face. That would be. It's called a sandbox tree. Yes, it is. What? Mm-hmm. How did you find that? I about? just typed in tree that has spikes and explodes. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have a reputation That's when you type that in, thing, and right? You show up. Right. Look native, uh, native through most of tropical America, the sandbox tree is among the largest trees of tropical. That sounds so dangerous, right? Like you're just walking through, yeah. going on your hike. Interesting yeah. for its pumpkin-shaped <gasps> oh, seeds. Look castle. at this interesting little tree here. <laughs> Boom! With all these spikes on it. Right. Grows ninety to hundred and thirty feet tall. Mm-hmm. Speaking of deadly and plants, can't grow in Regina because nothing grows here. What's that? What's that one that makes you allergic to the sun? It's in Canada. Get out. Yeah. They're like permanently allergic to the sun? No, not permanently. But you can... Oh, what's it called? Hogs? Hogswort? 
It's okay. in Saskatchewan, but a much smaller version. And if you touch it and get the sap on you, you become allergic to the sun. Where like you your can whole get body does or just burns. where you got Just where you got on. touched. Okay, because that happens with like, can happen with citrus fruit, like limes yep. and stuff too. Yeah. Lime has some sort of enzyme in it that like magnifies the UV or something like that. And, and you can blister and burn from getting mm-hmm. lime juice on you. Yeah. So kids go outside after you like, eat too eat many limes, limes or something. <laughs> or your Coronas, right? Yeah, that's right. And you can get like facial blisters. <laughs> right around the mouth. Right around the mouth the on f- your holiday drinking Coronas. The fruit of the sandbox tree is poisonous, causing vomiting, oh, diarrhea, and cramps if this ingested. Does not. <laughs> the tree sap is said to cause an angry red rash, and it can <laughs> blind you if you get it in your eyes. It has been used to make poison darts. The world's deadliest tree. <laughs> this is the world's deadliest tree. You can't climb it because it's got spikes all there over it. There is zero chance you're climbing it, yeah, because it's like it's got like big like thorns on mm. it, on the whole thing. Like it's like all the way up. Yep. Trunk, yeah, like check this out. That's that? crazy. Look at this. I'm going to show these Put people it up there. And then you can see. And then you can see. Look at the Instagram live people. They always get the perks, right? Hey? Get the that, zhuzh. That is an aggressive looking tree. Yep. Okay. Moving on. Why fall is the best time to build? <laughs> Number one, the temperatures. No this, aggressive trees. <laughs> yeah. The, the trees are done exploding. <laughs> Number one, the temperatures. So um, obviously this is a little bit uh, dependent on where you live because in some areas the fall might still be very warm, but it's unlikely to be warmer than June or July. So the point is things cool off a little bit and they're not quite as as sweltering hot. Nobody's going to dehydrate and, and, you know, shrivel up because or get sick because they've been out building their deck in the middle of September or October. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with more moderate temperatures and it's just nicer and, and more enjoyable to, be, enjoyable to be outside. for the, Whether you're a contractor or DIY. Yeah, I was going to say, are we doing this as a DIY side of things or is it? Like- I think we can do both. Okay. Like obviously this list is like contractors know these things. This is more for like a homeowner to be like, should I wait till next spring or should I do it this fall? Here's 10 reasons why <coughs> fall is actually a really good time. Yeah. So that's one of them. The temperatures mm-hmm. are ideal. And especially like if you're doing a wood deck, you can still stain your deck and the temperature is actually really ideal for that. It's perfect for that. What you a great time. You don't want to it, it to be, you know, 35 slash 100 degrees out when you're oiling and staining. You'd like it to be more moderate. And yeah. so doing it in September, October is a great time to so do it. So it's better to stain your deck in the fall. In the fall? For sure. Spring? Yeah. I actually think the fall is better because it sets up better for the winter. So you actually mm. get a fresh layer of protection on the deck before you go into the winter season. You're less likely to get interrupted by bad weather like rain or whatever Mm -hmm. in the fall so i yeah i just think that staying your deck in the fall fall is actually a fantastic idea everybody wants to do it in the spring because they come out of winter and they want the deck to be like bright and fresh and clean for the season right so that Mm -hmm. they do it sort of selfishly because it's like well it'll look the best but probably the right time to do it if you're actually thinking about protecting the wood is in the fall because then you put a proper layer of coating on it and then it's so winter better yeah so doing it in the spring is important for one because of the harsh sun that's what people think about it's like oh it's gonna be super sunny and it's gonna turn but winters are super dry yeah especially here right so yes we get snow and you don't think of it being like dry but the air is extremely dry in winter here Mm -hmm. yeah and so oiling your deck before you go into winter when 
things get ridiculously dry and snowy will help stabilize the wood so it doesn't crack and check over the winter. Yeah. Because that's what happens when things dry out, things crack. Yeah. Well, and with all that moisture on top of it too, right? That's like yeah. evaporating and... And then when that snow melts yep. and there's water pooling everywhere, your deck is protected. It doesn't absorb it all. Then you have to wait for it dry and then you oil it again. Like mm -hmm. doing it in the fall is a really, really smart idea. This wasn't intended to be like an oiling conversation is just about like the temp but that's a that's <laughs> oil your deck the result of the temperature really being is. moderate is that that's yeah. one of the things you can really do well in yeah. the fall and i know that when people are staining their decks in the spring it's always like okay when's it going to rain and they're like checking the yeah. forecast and they want to yep. make sure uh, that doesn't happen in the fall like nope. it just doesn't rain no nope. so yeah, that's not very five. often you can <laughs> i know he was doing it again i noticed <laughs> jumping the gun it's yeah. a really good point number two is you're likely to be able to take advantage of some sales at this time of year because stores like ours or even box stores, anybody that carries seasonal goods is going to clear them out at the end of the season. So when we get into the Septembers and Octobers, there's likely to be some sales and some things to kind of move through some inventory. Mm -hmm. And so the same deck you would have built a month ago or that you're going from a month ago, you're probably going to save some cash. You're going to yep. save like 10, whatever this 10 to 15, are, 10, 15% in some cases, higher on some items. Um, if you wait till the spring, you're unlikely to get a sale at all. And you're risking the very likely chance that everything goes up over the winter like it typically does. Right. So not only are you going to not save money, you're actually going to spend more in the spring. So doing it in the fall, you're saving on this year's prices and avoiding next year's price increases. Mm -hmm. It's a 20% like, so if the deck board's 15 off, you're a 20% swing. Easy. You made it. Yeah. That's just, yeah, that's just like good common sense. It is good common sense. Economics. It's Econ just good economics. 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 The problem with the human brain though is that like we see what's in front of us. Mm -hmm. We plan for what's in front of us. That's yeah, a survival it's like, instinct. Oh, it's going to be nice out in a month. I better build a deck. And then right. everybody wants to build decks in the spring. And then it causes all sorts of issues. Mm -hmm. But, and then now it's like, now is the, now is literally your best chance to save money and like avoid a whole bunch of issues. But everybody's like, ah, but winter's coming. Why would I need a deck now? It's exactly. Like, no, no, no. I want a new Xbox because I'm about to spend all my time inside. Hey, yeah. do you think that before we move off, off of this point, do you think that people also are worried about new product? Uh, so I have had some customers that are certainly worried about discontinued product. Mm. And they're like, yeah, yeah. But if I buy this now, is it going to be around in the spring? Are they worried about that because it's on sale and they think that's why maybe, it's on sale? Right? Yeah. I, maybe. Are you clearing this out because it's going away? That yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we're any... In fact, at this point now, you're probably more likely to know what's coming and going than you are earlier in the year. Yeah, and so that's what I told them. I was like, like, usually the no. manufacturer will let us know in the fall so that we can purchase accordingly over the winter. And it also gives us an opportunity to move through some of this stuff, mm -hmm. not buy it. Not to mention it. that the things that we have on sale are the th typically the things that we stock and have stock left of, which are typically the better selling items, which don't typically go away. Yeah. Like the, the best selling colors don't, they don't end those. Right. <laughs> those stay on. Yeah. So is that most lumber yards too? They, you like, you don't stock your special order items. Right. Mm -mm. Well, like no, like yeah, most people wouldn't stock the things that don't sell for the most right. part. But like some lumberyards might stock, like some lumberyards that choose to carry one line may carry the slow movers as well. They want to carry mm. the whole okay. line, maybe. Like most probably okay. don't, but there might be some out there that they decide to take it just so they can yeah, have the whole line. But we're not exempt from that. We have some slow movers that we because you're you need to fill a truck, mm -hmm. right? And so, well, I'll bring this color because. It's like, a cool color. It's a whatever. cool color. And so like one for us is uh, that it jumps to top of mind is Wolf Rosewood. Yeah. 
and it's like red. It's not very popular in, mm-hmm. in Canada, right? There's not a ton of red that goes down, but we were like, oh, we got to fill a truck and that, that might work. And this one guy was talking about it and then you bring it in and it's like, we've had it on the ground for two and a half years. Yeah. And we sold one deck and then it's like, so not like, right. That's how, that's how people end up kind of holding onto a special order item. It's like mm-hmm. you're filling a, but anyways. So from a consumer's and perspective. And now 20% off. And now it's, it's that, but <laughs> so, yeah. So you win. So from a yeah. consumer's that perspective. That be 20% off for the rest of its life in the store, I think. <laughs> yeah. They're going to get the most bang for their buck in the fall because they're going to get the boards that are going to stick around that they're trying to get product like out of the stores from. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. You're yeah. going to definitely get a board that's probably not going to leave in the next two to three years. Correct. Right. Like what our best selling line in the whole store, the Trex Enhanced line is on sale right now. Is it going anywhere? No. No. No, it's not going anywhere. I want it back. I just need to turn that inventory into cash right now. Right. And so you get to save some money to try to encourage you to to turn it into cash for us. Mm-hmm. So for no other reason other than like you get to benefit because we've still got inventory on the ground. Yeah. So- and that'll be available everywhere, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Just like when, when they decide to go, might be a little bit more market dependent. You know, so in the south, they may wait longer to go do sales. Or mm-hmm. if it's you know, if you're in if you're in Arizona, you don't have like an off season really. Then maybe you don't see that same thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, number three, contractor availability. So if you are going to hire this out and not do it yourself. Again, we talked about how everything gets all cluttered up in the spring, but at this point now, the contractors are still, they still got work to do, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Like if you book today, you're, you don't have to wait eight months Mm -hmm. right now to get your deck done. You can probably get it done in three to four weeks. Yeah. Right. In a lot of places. Yeah. So, and that's fine. And what some people are fearful too is like, yeah, but three or four weeks, then it's like, then it's October or November or December, whatever. It's like, it's okay. Contractors aren't scared of the, cold like a little cold DIY people yeah. are right like yeah. it's their job and their livelihood they've got the equipment and the tools and the clothing to work outside when it's cooler out mm-hmm. it does, like doesn't phase them it's okay to for them to still do yeah. it so even if it does get delayed a little bit it's okay yep uh, I always think that it's good to have your contractors kind of at the end of the season too because they've it's just this like the idea. practice on every yeah it's like the idea <laughs> that you're like you're warmed up right yeah, right so when I used to hang doors for a like I would trim out a house and I never, never hung the bathroom door first. I always hung the master bedroom door first or a spare bedroom door first right. because you get in and it's like, it's just the process of getting warmed up. I was like, I'm going to hang this, but like a bathroom door, people just sit and look at it. Mm-hmm. And so like, you want to make sure that the margins are good. You want to make sure that the door is really, really square, especially that one, right? Yeah. Or a pantry door in the kitchen because everybody sees that door. It's like the last one I would hang. Mm-hmm. And so when your contractor is like, yeah, we're going to get our deck built. Do it in the fall. Like he's warmed up. He knows all the tricks this year. He's got a little bit of extra product in his trailer that he might be looking to clear out yeah. or she might be looking to clear out. So yeah. you might get some stuff thrown in, right? Yeah, you know what? I got these five lights that this guy returned. Do you want me to pop those into the deck for you? Like, I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, contractor availability. In Not only is super cool. the availability of them to start and do the project, but the availability of communicating with them during the project potentially too. Because sure. we've heard this a lot this year because things got so wildly crazy in the spring and summer mm-hmm. that contractors physically could not answer or get back to everybody that was phoning. I remember seeing one post, like somebody went into the, uh, I support local business Regina group and was like kind of complaining about one of these contractors. I don't remember 
if it was a window, I think it was a windows guy actually. Uh, and, was, and said like, who can I get to get, they all go in there for recommendations. Who should I get to do some windows? And then everybody comes in there and like recommend all these people. And this guy kept getting recommended and she's like, yeah, but I've tried calling him three times. He has not called back. Mm-hmm. And somebody who knew him tagged him and was like, Hey, like call this lady back, follow up on this, whatever. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Like I am, I've never been this busy before in my life. My phone, I like, I get 130 calls a day. Right. And I can't get to them all. And I, I can't even like catch them all up at night. And, and as proof, he posted three screenshots of his phone. He's like, I'm not kidding. He posted three screenshots of his phone of his, of his uh, call list from the day. And it was like, his phone was ringing every two to three minutes. Oh my God. All day long. Yeah. And it, uh, it was a bit, it. even for, <laughs> even I, like, for me, I was kind of like, yeah, how do you? You, you can't. No. If you were to sit there and answer the phone, you would get zero other things done. Even if you did answer the phone, while you're on a call, you'd miss like two <laughs> other calls. Three other calls. Yeah. yeah. So, hi, Shane's window service. Give me your address. I'll come out. Thanks. Click. Yeah. Hi, Shane's window <laughs> service. Give me your address. Exactly. Send me an email. Click. Send yeah. me a text. Click. So if you like this, see this, not like this. No, right. it's it's not like yeah. this. No one does this anymore. <laughs> so if you if you are you know if you have something you want to change in the middle of the project, it's like ah shoot, I don't like. I actually wish the stairs over here, or whatever. And you want to move those things. It's just like your contractor's more at your service mm-hmm. when things are more manageable for them in in the fall than they would be in the heat of spring for them yep. to address changes or yep. address some of your concerns or whatever it might be. Right? Yeah, because in the summer when you're doing that, all the contractor is thinking is. I got to get the F out of here. I got like 11 other jacks to right. get to. And yep. they're phoning. Phone's blowing up. Other people are pissed. Can you, do you think I could move my stairs? No, you can't make any changes because I'm already three days behind. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. So please don't talk to me anymore. I'm just going to put this up and I got to get out of here. Yeah. Because so, I'm not sleeping at night. So it's because way it's less stressful. Way less stressful for the contractor mm-hmm. and the homeowner because they have time to talk to you. And so if you have questions, contractors don't hate answering questions Mm -hmm. contractors are just trying to get to the next job and if they have a bunch of them piled up there's pressure to get to the next one yeah that's it yep number four uh the lawn and gardens have they're either done or they've kind of gone dormant you're not you're less likely to cause damage to the yard and area or you're tired of weeding it or you're tired of (laughs) cutting grass yeah i'm sick of this this. stomp all over those flowers but you start your your deck in october or whatever, or November or something, like the flowers are, they're already pulled. They're yep. already done. They're mm-hmm. gone. The garden's been harvested. It's gone. It's mm-hmm. done. Um, you know, the bushes, they're kind of gone into dormancy. The grass isn't growing anymore. You can walk all over it. It's not going to hurt it. Yep. Um, because some people have very nice yards and they appreciate their stuff a lot. And when you go dump a pile of lumber in the middle of the grass, if you don't leave it, like if you leave it there for more than a Three couple days, days, four days, it's toast. Mm-hmm. Then you kill the grass. And so that's not ideal. And then often it's very common for people to have foliage around the deck where it's being built, flower beds, gardens, whatever mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. And like you, we've all been there. It's you try to not step on yep. things when you're trying to build a deck over top of plants and stuff. But inevitably, sometimes you have to take a step somewhere and you, you have to, you're carrying something and you don't see it and you step on somebody's mm-hmm. hydrangea. Hydrangea. Yeah. Is, is that a flower? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does it intentionally, but it's like, you can't avoid that stuff. I'm building your deck. I have to walk here. I can't float here. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. or something gets knocked off the deck and it crushes a tomato plant or whatever, right? For those people, so bad. Fall's the perfect time. Yeah, that's right. You aren't going to hurt anybody's gardens time. or plants. Yeah. And you're inside. 
And you're inside. Canning you all leave. your tomatoes. Canning right. the tomatoes. You be busy. <laughs> and if the lumber sits in the grass for four or five, six days now, it's okay. It's not like but it it's won't be because the contracts are super available, so he's there. Because he's ready to go. <laughs> exactly. He showed up when he said he was going to show up because he didn't have other stuff going on. <laughs> Number five is less chance of delays. Uh, due to rain days or... Oh, like, yeah. Rain's less in the fall. I was going to bring that up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you should have. Like, you didn't have to wait. When we were talking about nice. oiling the deck. That's right. right. Uh, so, yeah, like springtime, obviously spring is a rainy season in a lot of markets. Um, so you're likely to lose a day or two, you know, possibly a week. It depends where you are. Mm-hmm. But... You're likely to lose some days. If to you're rain. by the sandbox tree, you lose lots of you days. Lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Do you have any Kevlar decking? <laughs> well, I have this tree. It's going to shoot seeds at 150 <laughs> miles an hour. I need it to. What would WCV say about that? <laughs> I want, I would like how much for uh, bulletproof glass? You mean tempered? No, no. I mean, like it's got to stop bullets. <laughs> um, so less interruptions, less rain days. So just a better chance that your project starts and finishes in the time that it was intended to be started. Oh, yeah. Unless, of course, you're in Denver. Did you see that Denver got a bunch of snow last week? But snow is different than rain. True. I've worked outside for a long time, and I would much rather work in snow. 100%. Me too. I think that, like, fall snow or spring snow feels a lot like rain anyways because it's already kind of a temperature that just... Like when the snow falls, it starts mm. to melt and turn to mud. Anyways, the like yeah, the very being first wet thing. is what the, is the problem. Yeah, yeah. Like the snow so has got to be. That's Denver right. just took like Denver just took a big dump and it was like a hundred and whatever it was a hundred. It was a hundred degrees leading yeah. up to it, and then snow snowed two inches or something, and then now it's again back to like eight. Sounds like Saskatchewan. That's why I That's never wild. I never minded working outside when yeah. it was minus five, minus ten Celsius, which we. 10, 20 degrees Fahrenheit. That's yep. a great temperature. Because great. The gr- for one, you're not going to get wet. If it yep. does happen, if precipitation comes down, it's frozen and, mm-hmm. it, and it falls off you. It's not bitterly cold. No, like no You no. can dress for minus five, and minus And you 10, probably, no at minus five, you're likely working without gloves, right? Because you're generating enough heat that you're Generally, still, yep, yep, like, yep. you're still glove-free. And the ground's frozen. Yep. So you work in a lot of backyards that are new homes that have been they've been graded, but there's no landscaping or foliage or anything down yet. Yep. And so muddy. in the spring, it's a bloody <sighs> mud hole. And even in the fall, it can be if it's like, if you do get some precipitation, some rain or snow that does melt, whatever. But if it stays at minus five, minus 10 during the day, the ground stays hard. Yep. Right. And so it's actually really good. Is that on the list? It's not on this. It'll be on our winter list. Oh. We're not getting minus five, minus ten oh, days in okay. fall. Well, I mean, yeah, that's we're, in, we're in Saskatchewan. It's Talk about almost Halloween. ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yep, skipping months ahead. Yeah, settle down. Maybe a Is, week. Whose podcast when this episode this? comes out? Turn his mic off. Did he, was his name on the intro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why didn't you put my name on the intro? I didn't know you were going to be talking this much. We have to be on the next iteration of the intro. We have to do add Bryce when it's too. a metal. We'll yeah. do it as a uh, metal intro. Smooth, yeah. smooth okay. jazz. Well, uh, <laughs> we got to cycle through the genres of music. Holy smokes. Yeah. Deck Phenom says winter is the best. No vegetation. Contractors have plenty of time and materials are readily available because nobody's building. Just put your footings in early. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. That's yep. the winter mm-hmm. build list right there. Yep. Uh, number six on the fall list. Why fall is going to say. Is holidays are done. And I mean this from both sides, for the homeowner and for the contractor. So summer holidays, like the kids are back in school now. So it's unlikely anybody's going anywhere. Some homeowners want to be around. 
And right. we always tell them like, don't be a helicopter homeowner. Don't want to hover over, but it is not, it's a, it's a good idea for them to be at least available there in case something needs to be discussed during the project. Mm-hmm. And so it's good if they're around. So in the summer, you know, people take holidays all the time. Mm-hmm. They may be gone during that time. It's harder to schedule in with them. The contractor may have some time booked away, whatever. But in the fall, everybody's back into their routine. Everybody's back into life. The kids and are things in school. And yeah, kids are back Works back. Yeah. Excuse me. So it's, uh, it's just, a, again, a more efficient uh, time to build and less chance of there being delays or things to schedule around. Yep. Number seven, you've probably, as a homeowner, you've probably got no big plans planned for this deck right now. Thanksgiving uh, on the deck. Yeah. 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 So what I saw, so I was like, they're not using it. Shane's like, we got to word that better. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I build a deck if I'm not using it? Yeah. Uh, so that when you go to use it, it's ready. That's right. Right. But this, I guess what we're kind of referring to is in the summer, like maybe somebody wants to build a deck in the spring because this summer they have a family reunion and they want to put that thing on the deck. I have a wedding and it's on July 7th. Right. And I'm here June 1st and I've just started (laughs) shopping for my deck. Do you think you can get it done? Yeah, but you can't say no to a single suggestion from now until the time the deck is done because it's in the heat of the summer and like, yeah. So there's nothing to plan around. There's no time crunches there. If things slip a little bit, it's okay. There's mm-hmm. no rush. There's no pressure from you for you or extra stress on you as a homeowner or the contractor to meet some sort of deadline because there's some big party coming up or whatever. Yeah. Like, are you going to use it? Sure. But not for big life affecting events that yep. has to stress everybody out. Yeah. It's like if your biggest event coming up is like, ah, I was planning on smoking a brisket this weekend though. Well, if you move, have to move that, not a big deal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or even if you're just hosting like, you know, a few friends for dinner in the summertime, a lot of people can do that outside because it's, because it's great. Mm-hmm. If you host six or seven people for dinner, it's probably happening inside because it's cool. In I like evening. to host people for supper because they don't see it coming. They don't, <laughs> that's like, right. You just invite they're them not over. ready for it. Don't tell them they're eating. Just invite them over around that time. <laughs> they like, over for a beer. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> here's, your, here's your, I came up with uh, popcorn and a bologna sandwiches and <laughs> let me see what else I got in the fridge. M&M's. Here, here you <laughs> that's go. What I have. Yeah. Uh, number eight, you can barbecue all fall and winter. So yeah. yeah. The most, are you a winter barbecue? I'm a, I try to be like, I don't barbecue as much in the winter. That's for sure. But I'm not afraid to go outside and barbecue in the winter. I do all the time, all year long. Yep. Never stop. So yeah. why not? It's still like the food doesn't taste worse off a of barbecue in the middle of the winter. It's still better. Right. <laughs> so everybody's like, oh, it's cold. It's like, what do you stand at your barbecue? I like, yeah. you know, the, I don't barbecue stand fire, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like, I put the food on there. Go, I go back inside. I think my barbecue performs better in the winter. Cause if I leave it unattended in the summer, oh. nothing like maxes out the tent. Yeah. It's like 800 and something <laughs> it's at right now. Holy <laughs> hell. How did, does that even happen? Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it allows you to put your furniture. Like you're not going to sit outside and read a book. We get that. But the one thing you because I can't read is that's yeah. that would stop you. Do that that would stop you in the summer. I don't do that in the summer either. But <laughs> but you're not it's uh, like running with scissors. You don't have to say scissors. I just don't run. <laughs> yeah, there's no running. Those two things are never going to happen for me. That's an oxymoron, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can use your deck in the winter and the fall for things like barbecuing, smoking food. Like it can still be mm-hmm. that space for you at that time of year. Yep. And if you don't have a deck right now at all, or if it's unsafe, then then at least getting it done now, you can still use it until the spring. 
Um, yeah. Number nine is kind of related in a way. It's the access to the home. So often, even on a backyard deck, it may be the access to the garage. It may be the access off the side to the driveway. It may, yep. like you may need to get in and out of your house from there. If you have a deck, if you don't have a deck yeah. or you have a deck that's not safe, that doesn't change over the winter just because the snow falls. Nope. You still need a safe access point to wherever you need to go out of your house. When you wrote that down, I didn't understand what you were saying, but that's because I um, can't read. <laughs> I can't read. So well, and like you have an atta- you have an attached you have an attached garage it's because my house is built differently. So as you were explaining that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. So for the last four or five houses I've had, they're all attached and attached garage. So I pull into the garage and then walk through there into the house. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about as if it's a lane house, your garage is in the back, you walk through the garage and then possibly right through the yard, yep. across the deck and into the house. Or yeah. even if you do do stuff in your backyard, if you've Doo-doo. got kids that like to go back and make snow farts in the backyard, it's no farts. He's snowfarts. a doo-doo <laughs> and farts there, man. They're on fire. <laughs> Just like we need snow. A, we need a <laughs> fart sound effect. <laughs> but no, like if, if you need access to your backyard for any reason. Yeah, whether it's like building snow forts, or in your case, you got a park back there. Maybe Correct. you still so want to we, take the dog out to the yeah, park. We use the back deck to take the. It's dog not that room. you can't go out the front door, but it'd be nice if you just didn't have to walk around and go through everything. You mm-hmm. could just yep. head straight outside. Um, number ten, Carly uh, Tuds. I see he's renamed himself Carly Tuds. Carly, the ultimate mm. deck shop says end of season sales. Winky, he joined late because that was number two. Carly, come on, Carly. God, maybe he just got to work. <sighs> Hopefully he was busy crushing estimates. That's right. Fall estimates. Fall estimates. Yeah. (laughs) He he needs to re-listen this list now so he can sell jobs better. Um, Number 10, beat the rush in the spring. So we've alluded to this a few times here. But I don't think people understand the hairiness of springtime construction. A lot like contractors do. Mm -hmm. Homeowners, many of them clearly don't. Because they show up in April and they want it built. Hey, we want to get this done before summer. Not happening. Yeah. It'll happen. Pro- but you and everybody else, like everybody yeah. rolls in yeah. at that time because the sun comes out and it's like, it's nice out again. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, right. We're going to want to use the backyard this year. Let's go get this built. But now you're competing with like everybody else that's doing it at that time. And can you get it done? Yeah, probably. The benefit with, well, it depends. Depends on the size of the crew that the contractor you're working with, mm-hmm. right? Like for us, being a retail store that offers an install service, we work with a bunch of different contractors. Yep. We can usually get people squeezed in. Like we've got a lot of mm-hmm. flexibility within our scheduling. But if you're talking to a guy who's, he's a one-man crew, like it doesn't take much for those guys to get to booked up for the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or even if they got two or three crews, it doesn't take much. Yeah. Um, so beat the rush in the spring for all of these reasons we mentioned before, it's just less stressful. You get it done. There's no schedule slipping. There's no wondering if it's going to get done in time. There's no wondering if I can enjoy it this spring, whatever you do it now. Yep. The snow melts. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's done. It's ready. Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty good to me. Planning is everything, right? Wait, planning is planning everything. Is everything. <laughs> so <laughs> it takes a little bit of like, it takes like, making yourself think about it right now because mm-hmm. naturally you're not thinking summary activities right now but you but should be think I about, am. Think I'm trying to squeeze year. in the very last few rounds of golf I'm thinking of summer activities you're really trying aren't it's you? like <laughs> we came back from the mountains JJ was like okay well that's it I'm done I'm gonna put my clubs away I was like what no we have like three weeks of summer you got there's nine rounds of golf left she was like nope no and then so we bought an Xbox yeah so then <laughs> I was like now I play golf. 300 rounds of golf left now. <laughs> uh, question from Instagram from 
15 would work. Uh, cooler temps with PVC decking doesn't cause issues with the expansion in summer temps the following year. That was a question, question mark. Uh, no. Uh, most brands of PVC would prefer that you install it when it is contracted and cooler. Oh. Like, for example, Azac, they want you to, they say, install it cool, install it tight. Some of them may suggest that you leave a bit of an expansion gap. Yeah. It's better, it's easier. So it depends what cool is. Here's why PVC always, and composites, they always contract more than they expand. Like off the shelf, you bring the board out, you cut your miter tight, it will shrink when it gets cold out. Then it expands again. It never goes back all the way. So the more you can kind of like l- limit the amount of um, shrink shrink that it's going to do, like install it cold with those gaps a little bit tighter. Mm-hmm. So use some like use some real world dimensions. Shrinks a half inch will only expand back out a quarter. Sure, half right? That, yeah. right. And so when you so when you install it, if you install it cool, it's okay that it's tight because it's not going to expand the half inch and then break screws and push that miter apart. So if you have a really like technical designed deck, get it built in the cool weather. Yeah. Like with miters and like the contractors that work with these products a lot, these PVC products all have tips and tricks on what they do. If it's in the middle of July and they're installing a PVC deck, they're storing the boards in the shade and many of them will like wash, like spray them down with cold water before they, just before install. So, in an trick of the trade, and trick of the trade. Back, yeah, because yeah. you're more likely to be able to keep that thing. the The joint is less likely to buckle upwards from expansion than it is to pull away and open up and mm-hmm. stay that way from contraction. Shrinkage. So, I've done yeah. turtle turtling. <laughs> I did that. To it. Let's refer to it as turtling from now on. <laughs> I did that on my deck. Uh, I've got a PVC board around my deck. I it was built when it was hot out in the summer. Um, in fact, I did a test one day and left my board. It was like, I don't know, 32 or something one day where I left the board in the sun and then put it in the shade and sprayed it off to see how much it would shrink. And so I did that with mine. I kept them all in the shade in my garage before I installed them, sprayed them all down with water hose, installed them. They've all still opened a little bit. None of them have pushed and buckled or done anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, I did another job where we, the people had a pool. We actually zinc, put zinc. the boards in the pool. Ice bath them. Basically. Yeah. It was like when we were about to cut in and do our uh, picture frame with the PVC, boards are into the pool, they float. So they, they floated, stayed cool. We pulled them out one at a time, cut them, install them. Wow. Did you clean the pool after you were done? Did you offer that service? I didn't cut them in the pool. So it, was, it was the chlorine that kept the miters together anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. Stabilizing agent. <laughs> so yeah, no, there's no concerns about that. The concern with PVC, this is more of a winter podcast again, because in the fall you don't have to worry about it, but PVC is a little bit more brittle. Mm-hmm. The concerns you have about that are being a little bit more careful when you're cutting it. Mm. Yeah, because the cap sure will chip off, right? Yeah, make so. sure your blade's sharp, score it even first, and then drive it. Pre-drill your screw holes. If it, and I'm talking if it's like minus temperatures outside. But, minus, yep. um, Cascade Deck and Fence just says, uh, just use decorators because it doesn't expand and contract. So Quigley Cable Rail says, good working conditions in the fall. Your contractor is more pleasant, less irritated when asked questions, less likely to answer in colorful language, and less likely to yell at your kids and dog. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Number 11. I told you there'd be more than 10. Yeah. Less likely to have your dog kicked across less, the yard. <laughs> less, less language. And dog will be healthier. Everything's just a little bit cooler. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Attitude, even emotions, temperature, yeah. everything. But that's like that just kind of goes to what we said. All these other things mean the people you're working with aren't as stressed out and mm-hmm. yep. you know, 
It's all it is. It just boils down to stress levels. You hope that yeah. your contractor is not going to swear at you a bunch, but like, there's sometimes a, there's you a limit. It. Sometimes you deserve to be sworn at. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So that's the list. Hey boys, did anything else pop in your minds as we were going through that? No. No. Bryce, no. eye opening for you from a homeowner it perspective. Was. There's lots of good stuff in there. Ready to build a deck this fall? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Good. Let's sure. go downstairs and pick some product. Okay, let's seems, do it. Seems like a better time than spring now all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys have any other uh, comments, we will be doing a winter list here as well in a few weeks. Uh, well, maybe a couple months. Uh, yeah. As to why it's still good it to November. build in the winter too. Let's do it in November. Because I built some decks in the winter. It's, it's fine. The homeowner every day. It's fine. Sh- <laughs> it's, I'm not going to say it's fantastic. Food. Like way better to build when it's 10 or 15 degrees than minus 15. Right. right. And so when we were building the winter, it was kind of like, if it was below minus 20, it was like, let's think about this. Is it sunny out? Is it windy? Whatever. If it was mm-hmm. minus 25, it was just an off day. Right. I'm talking Celsius again, which at that temperature, it starts to get pretty close mm-hmm. to Fahrenheit. But, um, but on some of those days, like it was, it can still be nice outside when it's minus 18. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Sunny no and wind, calm you're fine. and like things are, and you're just like, you're plugging holes, you're doing things that don't, you know, you're not handling a bunch of stuff, whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know many days customers come up and be like, what are you doing here? Go home. And it's like, but you're saying that from your mindset right now, which is you're in your comfy home on your day off. Mm-hmm. You expect like, you're not expecting to be outside. We expected to be outside. We came dressed appropriately. We're ready to work. We're yep. like, we're doing something cool today. And yep. like, it's not bothering me. So... <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's it for me. Um, great to know. Thanks, guys. Says Steen Woodwork about the PVC. Until next time, peace. I forgot we put a much longer uh, lead in on this. Yeah. On you this can see time. the time. So follow us on YouTube <laughs> and Instagram. And all the and other places. Where else? <laughs> all Facebook, the other places. Facebook, Twitter. You should edit that. <laughs> see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Uh-huh. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening. <laughs>